It's Friday foreplay. Oh, wait a minute. The theme. Yes, that's right. The new theme for Friday foreplay. It's the only contender right now in a contest I'm having for you, dear listener, for you to send in your own little theme for Friday foreplay. And at the end of March, I'm going to pick some winners to win some Robins prize packages. Robins, king of coffee. Mmm, yummy. Um, hi, guess what? You can send in your entry to the Manitoba Money Shot podcast at gmail.com. And guess what else? It's Friday, and what I do every Friday is I bring you that Manitoba gold. <laughs> Pan in the internet for some Manitoba gold, and this is taking a little different turn. Usually I highlight an artist or a project or a show or something like that. Today I'm going to bring to you something that was behind closed doors under lock and key only for Patreon members. I started a Patreon account for this channel maybe, I don't know, I guess two years ago. And I wasn't sure exactly what to throw up on it. And which it started, it turned into an additional show. It turned to the Sunday Swallow Gulp, if you're not familiar. Wait a minute, let me try that again. The Sunday Swallow Gulp. Where I eat my words and I make a personal audio recording for the Patreon members. Uh, but but I didn't know what I was going to do two years ago, so I thought I was just trying to do themes. And in May of 2022, each week, I just focused on, I focused on four musical acts that shaped my musical tastes. Um, Prince, Beastie Boys, Weezer, and The Tragically Hip. And I just kind of went over their discography. Taking the deep dive, as it were. So today I bring you the Beastie Boys one. Uh, just only because I recently, I don't know, I just want, I just really like it, and I thought it'd be fun to share with you. If you if you join the Patreon for as little as a dollar fifty Canadian a month, you get access to all these shows. But it's it's not really organized well, so you have to scroll down. There's like at least 150 episodes, I would guess. <laughs> just a wild guess, but there's tons of episodes. But now, as I said, this is May 22, so you you scroll down to the bottom and you'll find these. But I, I really like them. I spent a lot of time on them. And I just give you uh, my take on why I love it so much and why the uh, these artists are the GOAT, as some would say. So here we go. Sit back and enjoy me talking about the Beastie Boys for about a half hour. And I, you know, I wasn't even sure if this would fly on SoundCloud because I do use a lot of samples in the background. Or straight out, straight out cuts. So we'll see if this actually gets to air. Beastie Boys Boutique. And please consider subscribing to the Patreon.com Manitoba Money Shop Podcast Patreon stream. It's cool. Ready to go. Hey, welcome to the Manitoba Money Shop Podcast. Ronald George Murray. And this is May Flowers. Part two. Two of four. Uh, the first one was the Welcome to Prince, long form going over his discography, his beautiful discography. Part two, Beastie Boys Boutique. Beastie Boys, one of my favorite bands, if not my favorite band. Everyone uses the one of, just because they never want to pinpoint Beastie Boys, favorite band, definitely. Um, right from the beginning... 
License to Ill Caught My Ear, bought the, the album, the double LP. Was it a double LP? It definitely had a gatefold. If you remember the album cover, it's a, uh, a drawing of, a, of an airplane, which looks, ooh, it has a tail. It's just very nice aircraft, has Beastie Boys logo on it, has Eat Me backwards on the thing. If you hold the album up to a mirror, you can see like the call numbers are Eat Me. But then the gatefold, oh my God, it crashing into a mountain. And the, that album cover has been parodied by Eminem and others. And uh, yeah, I remember first hearing it, I guess, was it the radio? Was it, it was probably much music playing Fight for Your Right to Party that I was like, wow, this is good. Because I was into hip hop right from the beginning, Run DMC, you know, um, Grandmaster Flash. I remember hearing it, I guess, I'm assuming once again through MTV because they weren't playing that shit on the radio. No fucking way. Uh-uh. Mm. Getting some ramens in me. So we're going to go over the entire discography. License to Ill. The other thing beautiful about a License to Ill is you open up the gatefold and there's that wicked picture of the three of them with MCA looking like a punk with the leather jacket. You have Ad-Rock with the Ad-Rock... Uh, brass knuckle um, name on his fingers and Mike D holding the Volkswagen the Volkswagen uh, symbol on his on a chain which was a craze everyone was going around ripping off the hood ornaments of Volkswagens and wearing it themselves I think I may have even I didn't rip it off <laughs> I remember I acquired one did I yeah but I, I don't think I ripped it off a car no I wouldn't do that not me no way no how License to Ill. Let's go over the tracks, shall we? Yes, let's. Um, right off the hop, rhyming and stealing. Because I am the most ill when I'm rhyming and stealing. Uh, the new style, four and three and two and one. And when I'm on the mic, the sucker's done, word. <laughs> rhyming and stealing, the new style. Wicked. It was also great, of course, this is Rick Rubin's production. Uh, the, the, the Just the simple drum beats. Um, the Roland 808 is especially used on uh, Paul Revere, and Ad-Rock talks about it later on in License to Eel, how he uses the Roland 808 on money-making, money-money-making. Anyway, so um, right off the top, Ryman and Steel in the new style, great. And it's just, you know, simple guitar licks and drum beats. She's crafty. She gets around. She's crafty. She's always down. That was another one of my favorites. Posse in effect. Then Slow Ride, which is the same as a Fog Hat song, the same name. The classic Girls. All I really want is Girls. Fantastic song. It got a lot of shit. In fact, this whole album got a lot of shit. Well, let's finish up because of this. Fight for Your Right. Which, of course, uh, pretty much they disowned. (laughs) No, that was my saying. They didn't disown it, but they were like, we're not going to play that one much anymore. It was on the best of, of course. It's only because they had to, because I believe that became the first number one rap song. Fight for your right. You gotta fight for your right to party. It's just called Fight for Your Right, by the way. That's the title. It was huge. All about mom throwing away your porno mags. And uh, just all about giving the big fuck you to the man. Um, Yeah, classic rock and rap. That's pretty much where it all started with this album. 
No sleep till Brooklyn. Oh, so good. No sleep till no sleep till. Paul Revere tells a, a wicked story about how MCA Ad Rock and Mike D met. Um, which is funny enough because that song plus another "Slow and Low" were written by Run DMC. A little and Ad Rock. A little known fact there. A little unknown fact. Hold it now. Hit it. Which is, uh, I think that was the first single before, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Fight for Your Right. And uh, I remember, I think my buddy Ken, he had a magazine that had a flexi disc. Sometimes in magazines you'd have a, a, a record that would come with the, <laughs> so it's, I don't know, it's hard to say, but there'd be a, like a flexi record. Like you could put on the turntable, even though it's not a solid disc, and it would still play stuff. I remember it had no hold it now hit it and the other side was Damn I can't remember the video on Spanish Fly. It wasn't on this album, it was its own Oh, I gotta pause it because I gotta figure it out. Cause she's on it. That's it. You look that up, kids, on your uh, on your YouTubes. Slow and Low, that is the tempo. Great song. A lot of these songs uh, still hold up as far as... And it was also great, like, because, um... Like, for instance, uh... You listen to their concert film, Awesome, I Fucking Shot That. Um, MCA, he did... And a few others, they change the lyrics, whereas once it was, uh... My name is MCA, I got a license to kill. He says he has a license to chill. Because kind of... Some of these themes are... A little too violent for the Beastie Boys that they grew into. Closing off with Time to Get Ill. What's the time? It's time to get ill. There you go. Uh, great album. Major impact on hip-hop at the time and still to this day. Now, um, their follow-up. Paul's Boutique. Uh, my favorite album of all time. I'll just let you know. It's 10 out of 10. It's everything about this album is groovy. Uh, they they had a whole thing. They left Def Jam Recordings, which put out License to Ill, and they moved over to uh, Capitol Records, forming their own label. Um, at the time, was it forming? Their own? No, they just moved to Capitol Records. Later, they would form their own label, Grand Royal Records or whatever. And um, but Paul's Boutique was a different direction, whereas License to Ill was definitely rock. Paul's Boutique was more psychedelic, Beatles influenced. Produced by the Dust Brothers, who went on to huge success with other bands and whatnot. But this is the pinnacle of create. Oh, sorry, creativity. <laughs> 1989 released. I remember waiting and waiting because I was such a fan of the first album. I'm like, when is this other one gonna drop? I remember working at a video store. My buddy worked at a music store right beside it, and he was. I was like, soon. Yeah, he, he seen that. Had the inside scoop. Anyway, Paul's boutique. I remember buying the cassette the week it came out. It was also cool because uh, the cassettes that you bought, there were different colors inside. I don't remember if you knew what color. Maybe you can see through the clear plastic thing, but... Um, yeah, mine was blue, and it was just really cool. Years later, I was able to get uh, an original LP, and the gatefold with licensed ill is cool. This had a double gatefold because it had the panoramic view of uh, the street corner that's on the that's on the album cover. Paul's Boutique, a fake shop. They just made a sign, which I thought was pretty damn cool. That sign has got to be worth millions. I remember 
unwrapping that tape, putting it in my Walkman, listening to it, and not being impressed the first time I heard it because it was not licensed to ill. But then I listened to it again, and I realized it was better than licensed to ill. Super sample heavy. I was totally into that at the time. I was way into samples, and, and so this was like... I love listening to album. You're like, hey, I know that. I know that. I know that. And then that's the thing. The payoff would continue throughout the years. You'd be like, oh, and it, like you realize a years, decades later that, oh, that's from that's from Paul's boutique. Starts off to all the girls. This night and ends with like this nice kind of like hypnotic uh, synthesizer, just slow fingertip jams. Uh, and then it hits you hard with Shake Your Rump, a real booty shaking, obviously from the title, song, which I love. Because I can drop a mad hatter at the drop of a hat, yeah. <laughs> just like the, the interplay between the three have moved up too. A lot of like just, instead of line, line, actually no, license deal, they're very good. Later on, I think Check Your Head, it was more like they were delivering single lines. But this, their voices are interwoven and layered beautifully. Shake Your Rump. My man MCA's got a beard like a billy goat, and that was his his thing too. He did grow a, a cool a cool bohemian beard, MCA, on, on uh, during this period. Johnny Rael, of course, uh, is an, a neat little song about a hobo that lives on the block, and he's just kind of a, has a legendary status. Awesome song. Eggman, Eggman is a play from their punk days because they were a punk band before it. They have a song called um, Egg Raid on Mojo, where they just talk about being denied into a club and so they just they they egg the bouncer <laughs> and this is more like a heightened version of that song great great lyrics in there and then high plains drifter fucking a sweet almost western feel oh because basically it's the the titles from a, a, a clint eastwood western i'm thinking yeah spaghetti western another great story based Song just about uh, cruising through mid America after robbing banks and stuff and snatching cool cigarettes from the pack and yada yada yada. It's great, it's a, it's a, a fantastic song, really sets a mood. The next is The Sounds of Science, which is uh, yeah, there's a heavily heavy Beatles inspiration on this one. They sample a lot of Beatles, a lot of uh, Sergeant Peppers in here, and it's kind of a two parter. Where it's like a nice and slow, has like a, a nice drop in the beat, like that's awesome. Um, just a simple like da na 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 na, almost like a what do you call it? Like a chant, not a chant, but um, a nursery rhyme. And then uh, Ad Rock goes the newest in new, and then they goes right up in your face and diss you after a couple of samples and a more energetic, more dancey to end off that song. Three minute rule is hilarious. It's just like this hooting and hollering, as if you're in uh, some sort of chicken bar, and uh, just whooping it up. <laughs> it's pretty cool, like you're in the south there. Um, and of course, the next is the big single, "Hey Ladies." "Hey Ladies" was amazing. Not only the song, once again, like a dancey song, just shouting out all the ladies in the world. "Hey ladies, hey ladies," and like Jerry Lewis, like "Hey ladies." Um. The video, oh, what, it's like an amazing video. Go check that out if you haven't. You must have by now. It's so great. And the samples on this song. Go to Wikipedia. I'm looking this up. All these, uh, usually they just have the, 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 the song listing. But for Beastie Boys, Paul's Boutique, they have all the samples used in those songs. So, wow. Contain samples of Come Let Me Love You instrumental. 
by Jeanette Lady Day, Machine Gun by Commodores, uh, Holy Ghost by Bar Kays, Ain't It Funky Now by Funky President, um, The Ballroom Blitz by Sweet, you know which that one is, she, um, Walking High and Mighty like she's number one, she thinks she's the passionate one, that's a sample from uh, Ballroom Blitz there, and it goes on and on, so yeah, you can look that up on Wikipedia too. Oh shit, I fucked up. Five-piece chicken dinner is the hoot and hollering. Well, what the hell was I looking at? Three-minute rule. All right. I fucked up. I'm going to just keep going. Three-minute rule. We're going to backtrack here. Three-minute rule is interesting because it starts off with, like, a ping-pong game. <laughs> and then it's just really, this is the track where it's just uh, the, the Beastie Boy is just doing their own thing for the whole lyric. Like, it's just one one guy doing his thing, and then the next guy and the next. As opposed to, like, interwoven lyrics where they talk to each other. It's just, I can't remember the order, but uh, Ad-Rock, Mike DMCA. That's the song. It's pretty good. Damn, I can't believe it. I cannot believe I screwed that up. Looking down the barrel of a gun. Oh, another great, another, like, slink song where it's, like, cruising at night, just talking about trouble, that kind of stuff. I really like that song too. It seems really, it's like a heavy riff. Um, Car Thief is great. Car Thief, kind of like the same theme there. Um, What Comes Around is a great song too because what comes around goes around, goes around. This is a more funny. You got like um, samples of like. <laughs> uh, great song. Shadrach is an amazing song. It's we're talking like biblical um, thoughts and and lyrics in regards to uh, the three wise men. Shadrach, I, I believe they're the three wise men. I can't remember the, the, the story, but another very dancey song using some great samples in it. Ask for Janice. Now this was a weird one. Ask for Janice was just like a commercial for. Like a, a radio commercial for uh, Paul's Boutique. Once again, a store that didn't exist, but it was like, please, if you come to Paul's come to Paul's Boutique, ask for Janice, and the phone number is blah, 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 and they're in Brooklyn. But the, the phone number, like you call, I'm sure I called it, but I don't remember if I ever got through. Um, but I'm sure you, 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 at the time when it was released, it probably... Some Beastie Boy voice, you'd hear like some message. Hey, thanks for buying the album. Who knows? And then it ends off with uh, B-Boy Booyah Bass, which is, you know, uh, what? Uh, nine songs in a row. Nine quick songs. Uh, 59 Christie Street. Get on the mic. Stop that train. A year and a day. A year and a day, by the way. That's like a strange one because I could never figure out who was rapping, but it was MCA. Hello, Brooklyn. Hello, Brooklyn, which they used to play in concert. Dropping names. Lay it on me, Mike on the mic, Mike on the mic, and bust with the solo, AWOL. And AWOL is, that's I guess that's the outro, which is like to all the girls at the beginning. Classic album, great stuff. And even like, I remember like uh, when the last track, I was like, God damn, I gotta, you can't even fast forward these tracks, <laughs> you gotta listen to it all. Of course, why would you want to, right? Um, there's a girl over there. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Okay. So, fantastic album. Paul's Boutique. What else can I say? Now, once again, a few years later, 
Check Your Head, their third album comes out April 21st, 1992. And it was around that time I was able to first see them live in concert. I've talked about that on a Tuesday titter, so I'm not going to go too much into it, but let me just set it up that I heard they were playing First Avenue. We had tickets to see a show, uh, I think it was the, the day before or two days before, and it was a, a sold-out show, but me and my buddy were like, let's see if we can just stick around and see, we'll, we'll try to like get scalped tickets and go see Beastie Boys live for the first time. We were like, amazed, we can do this. And sure enough, it was the best day of our lives. <laughs> it was like, was able to, you know, wait around First Avenue, meet the Beastie Boys, letting us, putting our names on the guest list. It's a whole thing. So look that up. Look up that story. It's fantastic on Tuesday Twitter. It's like, wow. But anyway, and that was the week Check Your Head came out because I remember um, that I believe I did buy it in the... I did. I bought it in the stores because I had uh, Mike D and MCA and Ad-Rock sign my CD cover. So I had it with me. And uh, that... Yeah. Classic day, as I said. So Check Your Head also. It was a return to them, uh, to their instruments, which was... uh, you know, it was a little worried. I was worried that they weren't going to be a rap group anymore, I remember thinking at the time. Because now they have a new producer, Mario Caldado Jr. Jr. And a new keyboardist, Money Mark. And But Hurricane's still doing the DJing. And there's some good rap on here, as well as uh, nice jams. So let's uh, go through it. Jimmy James. Jimmy James, great opener. About Jimi Hendrix, of course. And this is actually the alternate version because originally MCA was putting it together and he was sampling Jimi Hendrix and the Jimi Hendrix estate wouldn't allow him to use it. So he redid it for the album without so much heavy sampling in it, if any. Well, there's got to be a few in there. In fact, I know there is, but... But then later on on the single, they allowed him to re- After they heard it, they're like, wow, I guess this is pretty damn good or a nice tribute. So then they allowed the release of the original on the single version. Just a little trivia there. Um, funky Boss, Funky Boss, Funky Bald Ass Boss is great. You know, the other thing about this album is I found that it was recorded really strangely. It's not a clear thing. It's not like, the, it's not produced. I'm sure intentionally it's not produced um, with a clean sound. It was very dirty, very buzzy, I remember. I, was, I remember almost like being like, oh, well, God, this is not good. But you get used to it. You got, I got used to it. Okay, pass the mic. I got to say, I remember loving it, but at the same time being like, they're using y'all too much to rhyme. <laughs> yes, yes, y'all. <laughs> to the beat, y'all. It was too much. I was like, yeah, could have uh, stayed up a little later with the in the lyric department there. And then gratitude, more instrumental, ad rock vocals, which was always cool. Ad rock on the vocals. Uh, lighten up, gotta lighten up right now. Nice balance, bringing down the mood a little. And then picking it up with finger licking good. Finger licking good is pretty cool. Finger licking, finger licking good, y'all. And then, of course, the massive So What You Want. This was the sickest song at the time. Uh, just like that heavy kind of... And then them in the woods. <laughs> like the video that accompanied it, it was just so different at the time. You know, they're like, how many rappers are just hanging out in the woods? <laughs> Pretty cool. 
Uh, and also it was neat at the time because Cypress Hill, they did another remix of it with uh, Cypress Hill going on about weed, which was, you know, pretty cool. Cypress Hill. Um, the Biz versus the New, the Nuge. The Nuge is Tim Nugent. Ten Nugent. Who, and it's just him, his instrumental, and Biz Marquee is the Biz. And just singing over the Beastie Boys. Oh, they're coming home. Interesting. A lot of, like, you know, got a little short. A little less, only 33-second 33, 33 track. And then you got Time for Living, a very a faster a faster song. They're incorporating some faster instrument songs here. And then bringing it down again. Something's got to give. Very nice, very mellow song. Oh, my God, I'm sitting at 20 minutes, and we're only at album three. So I'm going to speed this up a bit. Uh, the rest of the remaining tracks are The Blue Nun, Stand Together, uh, Pow, instrumental. They're really doing, they got a few instrumentals on here, which is kind of neat to have. In fact, later on, it was all collected together and released as an instrumental album, The In Sound From Way Out, which is awesome. The Maestro is next, Groove Holmes, Live at PJ's, Mark on the Bus, uh, professor, why do you think they call it pirate treasure? Well, I think it's booty <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> professor Booty coming in at track 18 in threes. And Namaste, Namaste is closing out the album. Um, this is awesome. Great. Check your head when that came out. Wow. They, it was like they still had the skills to pay the bills, which coincidentally was the name of their VHS uh, tape, which had a, their video collection at the time, Skills to Pay the Bills. I was a, totally, it was past the mic part two. Nettie's Girl. A, a lot of songs also are, are, they made videos for that aren't in the, in around this time. So, yeah, the remastered edition, there's a bonus disc of all the extra stuff on there. We're not going to go through, we're not going to go through Boom and Granny, that's for sure. All right, next album released, 94, only two years later. Ill Communication, and to me, Check Your Head and Ill Communication are like part A, part B. Kind of like Hot Sauce Committee, where we only got the part two. Very same same players, very similar feel. Um, Ill Communication, pretty cool. You got Biz Marquee back. I guess there's just a lot of similarities between the two, and it's also them on their instruments again. Got some rap. Uh, Yeah, very similar style. Sure Shot. It was a great album. Nice. You got DJ Honey Hurricane doing uh, the uh, chorus there. MCA come and rock the sure shot. And of course, this is the one where MCA gives a shout out to uh, all the girls, whereas opposed to like being licensed to ill, it's like, make me some uh, dinner, bitch. Of course, it's not like that. You know what I'm saying. Anyway, okay. Track two, Tough Guy. Another uh, fast song. B-Boys making with the freak freak. Some of these were like good, but they just never, you never heard much of them, much about these songs again. Bobo in the corner. Root Down, classic Root Down, where they're paying, it's an homage to the actual breakdance uh, crowd, or at least a video as they're showing all these old footage. was pretty cool. Now, Sabotage is the breakout single from this. And of course, we all remember Sabotage because it was the wicked video that Spike Jones. Um, directed where they're playing cops and robbers on a fake TV show called uh, Sabotage. Blowout, fantastic killer video and song, Sabotage. And once again, Ad Rock on the mic, belting it out. Get it together. I really like that song too, featuring Q Tip of Tribe Called Quest. A Tribe Called Quest. Great song, Get It Together. 
uh, Sabrosa, the update, Futterman's rule. And if you don't know Futterman's rule, I believe it's uh, no one can eat till there's three at the table at the service. Until three are served, no one can eat. I believe that's the Futterman's rule. It's brought up before, and here it's a song. Song title. All right, here this Eugene's lament, flute loop. Do it! I just do it! I just do be do be do be do it! Featuring Biz Marquis. Is that the song title or is that whatever? Ricky's theme, Heart Attack Man. Heart Attack Man, once again, fast punk, two minute song. The Scoop, Shambhala, uh, oh god, Bodhisattva, Bodhisattva, oh god, Bodhisattva, Vow. And transitions. The, la- the later half, the last half of the album, um, I find it's just, just very spiritual. Um, yeah, just uh, if you open the, the, the gate sleeve on this too, it has like like the tree of life or something. This is where MCA, he's fully involved in uh, Buddhism at this point and uh, really has embraced um, love, I guess. And it's... It's awesome. It's really cool. It's a it's a nice. You weren't expecting it, you know. Like there's videos of him taking a sledgehammer to guns and stuff. Awesome. Next, Hello Nasty, July fourteenth, nineteen eighty eight. It's the one with them on the, in a sardine can in the cover, floating through space. This album was <laughs> once again. It's just they just keep delivering awesome material, and creatively they're on on point. Um, it's Goodbye Hurricane, it's Hello Mix Master Mike, and I believe they did that simply because Hurricane wanted to be a rapper at this point. He's put out his own record on Grand Royal Labels, and uh, I believe he's even jumping in when they're in talk shows, he's, he's on the mic. That's the only reason I can, and also, you, you can hear on the album, like, Mix Master Mike, he wants to be their DJ, he actually auditioned, or he just called him up and started... Scratching on a, a on a voicemail that you, you you hear in the album, which is pretty pretty cool. So Mixmaster Mike gives us gives them a whole new fresh uh, sound because he's cutting it up left and right, and it's just wicked. Let's go through the tracks. Super disco breaking, money making, money money making. Super disco breaking. Uh, the move, remote control. Song for the Man with Brooke Williams. Mm-mm. Just a test. One, two, one, two. This is just a test. And then we get into the, the singles. Body moving. Body moving. That's a great one. You're going to go four times with the left. Four with the right. Whatever. Great song. Um, intergalactic. Now, here's the one. Like, when they... This was the first single. And it's uh, the three of them. The video was uh, Japan, I'm guessing. And uh, it's just them doing crazy stuff on the street. That video to me was like the ultimate, I wouldn't say comeback, but it was really just uh, heavy rotation on, on for video airplay. Really brought them back into the limelight just as far as like how fun and goofy they are. And Intergalactic as a song is wicked. They actually sampled License to Ill in the third verse. Uh, Beastie Boys, don't you let the beat. And then drop, which is Ad-Rock, uh, of course, from... I believe it's in between rhyming and stealing in the new style. He, he uses that sample. Anyway, fantastic song, Intergalactic. Uh, sneaking out of the hospital, putting shame in your game, flow in pros and me, and then you hit three MCs and one DJ. Just a wicked ass song. Uh, just three, that's what it is. Three MCs and one DJ. You don't need much more than that. 
good interplay. But the one thing I, I, I found it is it is very it's recorded very slow. When they when they performed it live, they would speed it up, which is way better when it's like nice and fast. And you know, anyway, the Grasshopper Unit keep moving. Song for Junior. Uh, 15, I Don't Know, a very slower I Don't Know, which features a member of Sibo Mato, who's on the Grand Royal label. Uh, the Negotiation Limerick File. Electrify, Electrify, picture this with Brooke Williams again. Brooke Williams, um, I don't know. Unite, Dedication, Dr. Lee, PhD, with Lee Scratch Perry, who's um, a reggae legend who has since passed away. Instant Death, oh, there's Karma. And there you go. And then, oh, Japanese bonus track is Slow and Low, Mixmaster Mike version. I don't even know if I've heard that one. Hmm. That's the thing. So much stuff that uh, it's always exciting when uh, you get to hear other things. All right. So that was 1998. Hello. Next album was released, God, almost seven years later, 2004, June 15th, To the Five Burrows. Oh, back in New York. Like, it's just, it's now they're celebrating New York City as you should be at this point because of 911. Um, in fact, there's a line, you know, obviously it's um, into the five boroughs. Um, you know, two towers down, but you're still in the game. Yada, yada, yada. But anyway, so let's go through the track. To the five, to the five boroughs. Great, great album. Twin Towers right on the album cover. It's a beautifully designed. Once again, they do like the panoramic fold-out. All their album art is incredible. All right, so you got to check it out, which is a great song. Check to check, 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 check it out. Whoop, 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 whoop. What's it all about? Word. Uh, right, right, now, now. Right, now. What is going on? We, we, gotta, gotta get it going on. Yep. Three the hard, hard three the hard way. We're gonna wrap these motherfuckers like three the hard way. It takes time to build. Uh, rhyme the rhyme well, and of course triple trouble. Triple trouble is oh, another great, great song and video. Uh, the song, of course, is sam- sampling Grandmaster Flash, and the video was recorded uh, in Toronto during the Much Music Video Awards. You can see they, they dressed up and they use the occasion to make a video. It's like it's just fucking awesome. They're just so creative. And uh, also introduced Bigfoot <laughs> as uh, kind of like the, their arch nemesis in that video. Fucking awesome. Uh, um, what is it? How's it go? Um, and if you don't like it, then hey, fuck you. Hey, fuck you being track number seven. Oh, word. Eight. Uh, that's it. That's all. That's all there is, is uh, track nine. All lifestyles, all shapes and forms. I really liked this song at the time. I thought it was very nice to just say like hey we gotta keep the party going on all lifestyles all shapes and forms like fantastic message um shazam shazam is uh, another one goofy song um an open letter to nyc of course is their love letter to uh to their hometown which is awesome going around um new york and uh, with bikes and a skateboard so so cool they're so cool. Uh, crawl space. The brouhaha. We got the, we got the, we got the. And then um, now get busy is the Jap- Japan bonus tracks. Why does Japan get all the bonus tracks? Next is just something way out there called the mix-up. And this time they're all instruments all the time. It's like a loungy album where 
there's no rap. It's just them playing their songs. Released July uh, June 26, 2007. Um, yeah, that's about it. They talk about... Well, they don't talk about anything. As I said, it's just all instrumentals. Uh, we'll go through the track list. I, I don't know. It's hard to uh, associate the song titles with tracks when they don't say anything, but B is My Name, 14th Street Break, uh, Suco de Tangerina, The Gala Event, Electric Worm, Freaky, Hajiki, Off the Grid, The Rat Cage. Now, I know The Rat Cage was uh, the label when they were in their early punk days that released, uh, or maybe that was where they're, they hung out, The Rat Cage, but that's in Beastie Boy lore, The Rat Cage is huge. The Melee, Drum... Dramatically different, the cousin of death, the kangaroo rat, and biscuits and butter. iTunes bonus track. Oh, why do they always have these bonus tracks? So anyway, that's uh, the mix-up, and then of course, Hot Sauce Committee Part Two, the eighth and final studio album by Beastie Boys, because uh, uh, they knew the MCA was diagnosed with cancer. Um, yeah, this was uh, their last release, of course. And let's go through. Uh, it was great. There's some really good tracks on here. Uh, starting with Padlock's Glasses. Oof. This is probably like the album that is least known by the fans. Uh, well, I would say maybe the mix-up, but like as far as like the a rap record, this one's not as as well known. As a matter of fact, uh, okay, well I'll get to it. Uh, B Boys in the Cut is track two, three. Make some noise, make some noise if you're with me. I want some great song. Make some noise. Four nonstop disco power pack. I don't know why they keep bringing disco back into all their song titles. <laughs> Number five. Okay. Track six, Too Many Rappers, Not Enough MCs, featuring Nas. Uh, too Many Rappers, that's a great song. I love it so much. Uh, um, the one thing about this, uh, I'm saying, like, they filmed a video for it, but they didn't release the video until years after after MCA's death. It's so funny. Like, I'm like, that, if they maybe made that video, it would have blew up the song a little bit more. Um, number seven is Say It. Number eight, The Bill Harper Collection. Number nine, Don't Play No Game That I Can't Win, featuring Santa Gold. Now, that's a great video, too. Uh, it's a great song. It's, has, it feels more reggae, if anything. But um, the video has another Spike, jo- uh, Spike Jones video where he, he uses um, the dolls. For a limited time, they made um, intergalactic uh, dolls that came in a sardine can, like a giant oversized. It was like a Barbie doll, right? Um, and, but they use the actual dolls in the video. It's really cool. Track 10, Long Burn the Fire. 11, Burnt Cake. 12, Funky Donkey. Yeah, some of them are just kind of... Uh, track 13, Lee Majors Comes Again. 14, Multilateral Nuclear Disarmament. Which, disarmament? That's a good idea. Uh, 15, Pop Your Balloon. 16, Crazy Ass Shit. 17, Here's a Little Something For Ya. And as I said, this is part two, because I believe the story goes there was a part one... And then they made a part two, and then they lost the part. You know, I'm like looking at it right here. I'll just read it. On April 6, 2011, Make Some Noise was leaked online five days. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. Part two. An email sent 
out October 17th from the Beastie Boys announced that Hot Sauce Committee Part 1 would be shelved indefinitely and Hot Sauce Committee Part 2 would be released in 2011. Uh, an email sent the following week now clarified that Part 2 would be released with almost exactly the same track list as was announced for Part 1, excluding the track Burnt Cake. No date was set for Part 1. The project was finally released May 2011 under Part 2, uh, including a new version of Too Many Rappers. So it's, we'll never get a Part 1, that's for sure. Which is too bad. Well, never say never, right? Never say never. So, there you go. Those are the studio albums. But they've had compilation albums that I'm going to run through briefly, too. Because um, they're very significant. Um, some Old Bullshit was released February 8th, 1994. It was just a collection of um, their pre-punk songs, as I've said before, Egg Raid on Mojo. B-A-S-T-I-A-Go. That's Beastie, whatever. Um, their song that their first single, I guess, was about an ice cream shop called, um, oh, what the hell is it called? Uh, Polly Wants to? No. The Cookie Puss. That's it, Cookie Puss, where it's just like them. It's also like a prank call with a beat, really. Uh, released April 2nd, 1996. The In Sound from Way Out. That's the compilation of instrumental songs, which is killer. Very cool. Now, 1999, November 23rd, on Grand Royal Records, Beastie Boys Anthology, The Sounds of Science. This was a double disc, maybe even like a, a Ford album set uh, of, uh, of all their hit singles, um, some rare tracks that weren't released anywhere, including Country Mike's, apparently Mike D made a country album, <laughs> and he gave it away for Christmas, so there's a couple of Country, country Mike songs on here. And I'm going to quickly go through all 40 of these tracks, okay? So, uh, Beastie Boys, Slow and Low, Shake Your Rump, Gratitude, Skills to Pay the Bills, Root Down, Believe Me, Sure Shot, Body Moving, Fat Boy Slim Remix, very important there, that was the video remix, Boomin' Granny, Fight for Your Right, they had to put it on, Country Mike's theme, as I said, that's from Country Mike's Greatest Hits, Pass the Mic, Something's Got to Give, Bujista Viva Wow. Know how to say that? Sabrosa, song for the man. Soba violence, alive. Previously under unreleased. Do you remember alive? That was never on a Beastie Boys album officially. Alive. It could be nice to be alive, live, live, live. I love that song. I love that video. Them in the primary colors, bouncing around New York, driving in in go karts and, and mini bikes and shit. Fantastic stuff. Just rapping about life. Jimmy James, there's your original version. It's on The Sounds of Science here. Three MCs and one DJ. The live video version, which is, as I said, a little faster, a little better. Disc two, The Biz versus The Nuge. Sabotage, Shadrach, Brass Monkey, Time for Living, Dub the Mic, Benny and the Jets, uh, the Billy Joel cover that Biz Marquis does. Pretty funny. The Negotiation Limerick File. I want some. She's on it. Son of Neckbone. Uh, get it together. 20 questions previously unreleased. A remote Control, Railroad Blues, another country mic, Livewire, previously unreleased. So what you want, Nettie's Girl, Nettie's Girl. Oh. Uh, Egg Raider, Mojo, Hey Ladies, Intergalactic, and Big Shot, Live. Oh, another Japan bonus track. I think it's the Japan bonus tracks on here. 
I don't know if you know this, but like originally during the license to Ill Days, they also had a, uh, did a song called Rock Hard, which was an ACDC song, Back in Black, but ACDC would never give them permission. They never wanted to uh, give permission for them to use the song or put it out there. And it says here the band wanted to include it, um, but uh, the song was not included because of uh, lawyers and whatnot, so that's pretty funny. I'll tell you something else about the Sounds of Science. First of all, I got it, uh, I won uh, my copy of the Sounds of Science through um, Radio Sonic, a CBC program where they, it asked me, or it asked someone to win the contest to write your own little four-bar lyric thing and send it in. And I remember it was, uh, yeah, it was, I, they sent it to me. That was cool. Under the Fresh Big Baby Jesus, too. But <laughs> my rap character, I thought that was, but they put Fresh Big. They didn't, they didn't put the Fresh Big Baby Jesus on the, on the envelope. But I will also say, I remember you could actually make your own Beastie Boys anthology uh, by picking the tracks that you wanted to specifically have. Like you can pick 40 tracks. And then you'd send it in and you'd get your own. And I'm always like felt like, oh, I really should have done that. Oh, I really wanted to do that. You know, I, I even picked out the tracks I would have put on there. Um, but it's too bad. But then again, I got my own. I was very happy to uh, to get to win the contest. What was it? The lyrics were. Um, oh, I can't remember. I just remember you uh, I just can't live without my radio. I sampled LL Cool J in my four bar. Um, and I didn't I didn't record it. I just wrote it down, but I put sampled LL Cool J. Anyway, moving on. Solid gold hits. Um, that's just all the number one hits. And you can just follow that through like their video hits, you know, like really all the good ones are on their solid gold hits. Um, the cover has them in their Adidas track suits when they're trying to be like run the MC, I guess, back then. But I don't even have to go through track listing, do I? It's just a, it's just the hits. There's nothing out of the ordinary. And then released October 23rd, 2020, Beastie Boys Music. And this is a compilation, much like Solid Gold Hits, um, because it's uh, the Ad-Rock and Mike D wrote a book, Beastie Boys book, so they put out Beastie Boys Music, and of course they put out... Uh, um, a documentary about their live show and so it's just yeah there's nothing too out of the ordinary here it's just cracks it's very much like solid gold as far as I can as far as I can tell okay so uh, and then of course there's video albums but there's still something we're missing here uh, there's EPs the one I wanted to just point out is um Aglio e Olio, which is a, it's like they put out like this 11 minute disc and it's them as a punk band. And I thought it was really cool that they did it. Like tracks are basically the average is like a minute, a minute 20. And the track lifting is brand new. It's brand new for you. Deal with it. Believe me, nervous assistant, square wave in unison. You catch a bad one. I can't think straight. I want some. Sab of violence. Soba Violence, bonus track on some releases. Light My Fire, bonus track on some releases. Uh, do I get bonus tracks in my... Oh, I didn't know there was... Uh, I was going to look it up, but whatever. We're way over time. 45 minutes, yeah! So there you go. There's your Beastie Boys Booyah Bass. Um, I remember the day that MCA died. It was one of the saddest days. 
and I was listening to Beastie Boys nonstop, pretty much uh, walking around Winnipeg, walking to the Forks, and uh, just feeling so sad. That guy did so much for the world as a humanitarian, putting on the Tibetan Freedom Concerts, uh, promoting love, and just fun, having a good time. Why do you want to go backstage? Yeah, it was... It's just sad. And also, we're not even including um, uh, the concert album. It wasn't released, but I like, you can download it. it like, fucking, their movie, awesome, I fucking shot that, is, uh, captures their New York performance during that tour of that year. That was the second and only other time I saw Beastie Boys live was on that tour, but in Toronto. And it was, uh, it was awesome. It was so good. Like I, I remember the specifically sitting in the uh, well Sky Dome, but it's not the Sky Dome, whatever it's called now. No, not the Sky Dome, the arena, whatever the arena is in Toronto. I'm sorry. And then also watching the video, the, at the end of that video uh, for an encore, the uh, the Beastie Boys they run from the front of the arena through uh, the underground to the elevator and pop up and they do intergalactic. Uh, it starts and they're like not on stage, right? And then you realize, oh my god, there's spotlights at the at the back of the arena now, <laughs> like, and they're rapping in the crowd. If you watch the video, if you watch the movie, it's insane. But I remember watching it live, going like, where, where the fuck are they? And then like, you realize, oh my god, you, you're looking, you've been looking in the wrong direction this whole time. It was just, it was magic. It was just so good. What a great idea to do. And how lucky is that guy in the movie that gets to say intergalactic planetary off uh, MCA's microphone? I was like, wow. That movie's a whole other thing. I'll have to review that one time, but I think we're done here. I think we're done. Beastie Boys, favorite band. Uh, I don't know what else to say about them, except um, I hope I, uh, my whole life i just been praising them and hopefully introducing them to my friends who never thought of them as anything but like party boy assholes and uh, of course now they have legendary status and everyone knows who they are but the youth of today they don't have a memory of of such things so pass it on (laughs) pass the mic to the younger generation beastie boys the king ad rock mc adam Mike Diamond. Legends. They are legends. <laughs> I quote awesome. I fucking shot that so often. It's insane. Anyway, over and out. There's your... Uh, I've been ending this for about four minutes. <clears throat> Have a great day. Um, come back for Buddy Weezer next week. And thank you for being a Patreon member. I really appreciate it. It means so much to me um, that someone might listen to this one day okay have a good one bye i mean bye